Good afternoon and good evening. Thanks for tuning in once again to Snacks 71.6, your premier podcast for up and coming and sometimes a few weeks old snack food related news. I do my best to keep it fresh and relevant, but like with all snack foods, sometimes you accidentally find one on the shelf that the best buy date was quite a while ago, and you didn't notice until you bought it already. It's too late, and you can't bring it back, because you'd look weird. Who brings back a box of zebra cakes and wants a refund because it expired a month ago? No, you just gotta... You just gotta buckle up and eat it and feel bad. They, they, they still probably taste fine. That's a metaphor for... I do my best to keep the news entertaining, even though half the time the news that I share either has nothing to do with snacks or is, like, way old. You got that, right? Yeah, you guys got that. You're all smart. I mean, you listen to my podcast. You gotta be geniuses. Anyways, it's almost back to school time. I myself return to classes not next week like I was supposed to. Haha. <laughs> Turns out we're delaying in-person classes until the middle of September. So I have even more time to just go ahead and record episodes in advance. Because I'm sure that once school starts, I'm going to be really busy with all of that work. But I can pretend like I'm going to use my free time now to go ahead and start recording episodes in advance. How about y'all? How are y'all doing? Hope I hope you're doing okay. I always ask that. I always ask how everyone's doing. And then I pause for like a solid... 10 seconds before it fully hits me. There's no one to respond to me. I'm in my spare bedroom alone. But I always ask that and then fully expect a response. So that's fun. That's a little insight into the production process. I call into the void and the void refuses to call back. Except for, of course, the construction going on upstairs. If you hear knocking or dragging or drilling or a freaking piano in the background of my recording, I, it's... Please excuse my upstairs neighbors. They're terrible people and I hate them. In the news this week, we have, of course, Starbucks has brought back their pumpkin spice latte officially. It is back on the market, on the menu board, ready to purchase right this very moment. No matter when you're listening, just 
play this part of the podcast at any Starbucks on Earth or on the moon or maybe on Mars, depending on when you're listening. Uh, uh. On August 24th, Starbucks brought back the pumpkin spice latte. And I've gone on the record before and said, it's not fall yet, but who cares? Let people enjoy things. It's been a tough two years. Let people enjoy things. You can get the pumpkin spice latte hot or iced. And those come topped with whipped cream and pumpkin pie spices. And in addition to the beloved pumpkin spice latte, of course, you can also get the pumpkin cream cold brew. They've brought it back for the third year in a row. And for the third year in a row, I have not been in the country to buy one. So I have no idea what they taste like, but I can only imagine it's delicious. Because, of course, it's sweetened with vanilla syrup and complete with a pumpkin cream cold foam and a dusting of pumpkin spice topping. I, as much as I would love one, I know that it would wreck my guts. Maybe I'd, maybe I'll get a small. Maybe the next time they're selling it and I'm in the country, I'm in the hemisphere that carries these. Maybe I'll get a small and clear my schedule for the rest of the day. Because I could get I could get me a pumpkin cream cold brew and a pumpkin cream I'm not gonna get a pumpkin cream cheese muffin. You can if you like cream cheese and pumpkin together. I don't. I don't like pumpkin pie because I don't like cream cheese in general, much less combined with pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Not pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is the whole ingredient that is a combination of pumpkin puree and cream cheese. Starbucks is selling a pumpkin cream cheese muffin. That's what I was saying. Starbucks is selling the pumpkin cream cheese muffin again. And this actually does sound good. A pumpkin scone. (gasps) Whoa. Mind blown. I read the next sentence. Because that's right. I don't read these ahead of time. I read them as I go, because I find that makes it a little more entertaining, a little more rambly. And that's what I bring to the table. Ramble rants. These two sweet treats, the pumpkin cream cheese muffin and the pumpkin scone, are now entering the year-round pantheon alongside the pumpkin loaf. You can have these bad boys any time of the year. Did not know that. I do now, and I do intend to. Ah, what the hey. I'll, I'll dig into a pumpkin loaf. But in case you're not too big on pumpkin, you can instead turn to the other fall treat, the other fall fruit flavor, if you will. The autumnal apple crisp macchiato. The apple crisp macchiato is an absolutely wonderful sounding new addition to the Starbucks menu. Espresso, steamed milk, layered flavors of apple syrup, 
and brown sugar syrup. It's described as being reminiscent of a gooey apple pie, which is topped off with a caramelized spice apple drizzle, which is made of apple juice, apple puree, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And you can order this bad boy in hot or iced. And this is already on the menu too. You thought you, thought you were going to Starbucks three days ago to get your pumpkin spice latte on the pumpkin spice premiere purchasing. You're going to purchase a premiere pumpkin spice, but instead you got suckered into the first autumnal apple crisp macchiato. I'm trying to do an alliteration thing here. I'm doing my best. It's hard. Apple crisp macchiato sounds hot. You know what else sounds hot? Cheetos new flavor. Cheetos crunchy Nashville hot. Before I even say anything, the bag is exactly what I want. It is a flaming red and Chester Cheetah is holding a mic, a chicken wing, and he's wearing a cowboy hat. According to my sources, this Nashville hot flavor of Cheetos is too spicy to handle. The Crunchy Bites come in a country theme bag. I already said that. Shut up. According to Instagram user, I need a snack underscore in between. I need a snack. Oh, so it's, it's like words. It is incredibly spicy to an unenjoyable level where it takes away from the flavor. It's not an immediate heat, but once you bite it and the spices spread and you swallow it, it is just a flaming, uncomfortable, burning sensation going down your throat. Three bag, three bucks a bag. So if you hate yourself, hop on. And you know, I have some friends who are big fans of spice and they have a much higher tolerance than I do. Maybe they would want to wash these Nashville hot Cheetos down with Mountain Dew's new Cheetos inspired flaming hot soda. Mountain Dew has released a Cheetos inspired flaming hot Mountain Dew flavor. It is described as being a bizarre twist of sweet citrus and blazing heat, being dubbed as spicy meat sweet. Now you're not gonna find this at a, at a grocery store or a convenience store, although these do sound like prime Quickie Mart drinks. These are only available through the online do store, available on August 31st. So as you're, oh man, you know people are gonna buy this out of morbid curiosity. No one's gonna, no one's going to enjoy this. But man, it is gonna sell out immediately. In addition to flaming hot Mountain Dew, Cheeto Dew, Dew Cheeto Dews. Cheetos do? 
stew Cheetos? In addition to flaming Hot Dew, you can also get through the Broken Promises app. Starting on September, f- September 3rd, they go on pre-sale, and in official launch on September 4th, you can get Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot-inspired apparel. So you can wear your heat on your sleeve. And now, for the moment you've all been waiting for. This week's snack review. This week, the doors on the Lay's Potato Chip Workshop are closing. As we have our final product from the lineup, Spicy. Yes, these chips are spicy chips. I think I might be reading it wrong. Uh, spicy pepper. Spicy pepper chips. And that is the primary ingredient. That's the base. Again, like the purple sweet potato chips were purple potato, and the black truffle were black truffle base, and the seaweed claimed to be seaweed base. The base of these chips claims to be spicy pepper. And that's what's present on the can. Again, black can, beautiful gold lettering, and red spicy peppers surrounding an orange chip with red spicy flakes. And unlike the others, the paint in the background of the shot, it's not like artistically drizzled. You know, it's not in, it's not in swoops. It's not in swooshes. It's not gently laid across. It's blood splattered all around. Behind the chip, there are blood splatters of red paint, and there's explosions of red spice powder. Speaking of red spice, the flavoring, so the base is the red pepper, and the flavor says that it is Sweet and spicy shrimp. Sweet and spicy shrimp. Little dragon shrimp. And before I torment myself with these, because as I mentioned earlier, I have a very low spice tolerance. So this is going to be hot. As always, the nutrition facts. 30 gram serving, 104 gram package, you know the you know the drill. 164 calories per serving. And just like last week, I'm looking at the seaweed package so I can say just like last week, 1.2 grams of protein, 10.1 grams of fat, 5.1 which is saturated. 17.2 grams of carbohydrates. Now, unlike last week, this is a mere 3.1 grams of sugar. But we have jumped up a considerable amount of sodium, going up to 244 milligrams of sodium. 
So if you're watching your cholesterol, does sodium affect cholesterol? I'm not that smart. If you have gout, avoid these, avoid these chips. They'll kill you. But let's pop these bad boys open and take a whiff. And this is the part where I cut out 45 seconds of struggling to open the tube of chips. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mmm. I'm using positive words and phrasing so that I can try and trick my primate brain into being excited. Yeah, yeah. Because, mmm. I know that people love seafood. There are people out there who adore seafood, especially shrimp. And there are people who love spicy. And these chips, just from the smell, these are seafood and spicy. Yeah! People who love those two things will adore these chips. Probably. They'll, uh, they will love the scent of these chips. I don't know about the taste because I haven't tasted them yet. Because I was talking about the smell and when I'm talking about other things, well, I can't. I can't eat while I'm talking because that would just be gross. No one wants to hear that. I'm sure there's someone out there who wants to hear that. But, man, let me say, once again, using positive wording to trick my brain, using positive phrasing to convince my brain, to get my brain into the right mindset. There are people who will love this chip. It smells like crayfish and peppers. And the people who love that, I'm looking at my reflection in the window, and I can say from my reflections perspective that there is what am I even trying to do here? I'm trying to find a gimmicky workaround to say that there's no one in this room currently who likes either of those things. Because I hate seafood on average, and at best, I can stomach it. At best, it fish tastes like nothing. At worst, it tastes like Lake Erie. Lake Erie's really dirty, by the way. For the folks who didn't grow up living on a coastal town 
as I did. Lake Erie's dirty and polluted and gross and nasty, and if you accidentally swallow some of the water while you're playing in the lake, you will want to puke, and that's what most seafood smells and tastes like to me. Whether or not it's actually accurate, that's just what my mind translates it as. Ah, uh, do it for the show, do it for the show. See, avocado and sweet mustard going into it, like, it was just distaste. Neutral and distaste. Here I have an actual disdain for both. I don't like a single element of what's in this chip. I suffer for you people. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The pop. <laughs> All right, one chip. That's it, baby. That's it. I got one chip. I'm not comically exaggerating this because I'm pretty sure I know every single member of my audience as of this point. And with the exception of possibly one, I've personally met you all and spent a long, spent a, you know, a pretty long time with y'all. So I don't really need to play it up to like, make you like me more, I'm not really, as of this point, I don't have to build a radio personality, you guys know me. Ah. Oh, my stomach hurts. Can it happen that fast? Um, the spice flavor is actually pretty good, it's not, it's not too atrocious. It, it tastes like, you know, it's not even spicy. It's just like red pepper. Not not bell pepper. Like the red pepper. The one that's kind of hook-like. Not a jalapeno, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think it I don't think that's a chili pepper. Anyways, it's them red hook-looking peppers. And it's without the spiciness. That's pretty good. Maybe if I ate more chips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now my upstairs neighbors are doing construction again. The the pepper flavor is pretty good, but then once you swallow the whole chip and you start thinking, hey, I didn't get any shrimp flavor. I should I should go again. I should take another dive into these chips. I should keep the munching coming. Then, oh my God, it forces its way down your throat like a tentacle in 90s Japanese anime. Oh my God. Hey, if you like, I'm going to try to keep this objective here. If you like shrimp, if you like crawfish, crawdaddies, crayfish, I'm not sure about which one's W, which one's Y. If you like the taste of seafood, then you will like these chips. If you are like me and you don't like the taste... If you think that 
shrimp and the whatnot. I'm just using shrimp because it's written. It's written as shrimp, but it's not 100% the taste I'm getting. Um, if you like the taste of shrimp and other seafoods, I already said that, then go for these chips. If you don't like the taste of shrimp, then if you think that shrimp tastes dirty, it tastes like unfiltered sewage water, if you think it tastes like you are drinking dry dirt and washing it down with gutter water, if it tastes like the smell of a coal factory, then stay away from these chips. Stay far, f don't even enter the aisle with these chips. Because after taking a little taste-a-roo of not even two, my stomach seriously hurts. My mouth is crying. My soul is in agony. I hate these chips the worst. These, I'm going to throw out my ranking right now. These are dead last. These are worse than the Spanish ham Oreos. Those were absolute bullocks. The less, the less I curse, the less I have to edit, so... I'm, I'm giving that a whirl. The Spanish ham was absolute bullocks. But it was still, it somehow ranks higher than this on my own personal scale. From, a, from an objective scale, I can say that the Spanish ham was... Objectively, those are like the worst Lay's flavor ever. And these ones are actually based, I would have to say, from an objective stance, completely disregarding my viewpoint, these are actually probably in like the top 30%, because it nails exactly what it says, and the taste is, the tastes are clear and separate and defined, but also, they go together well. It's not the most absurd concept. Actually, spicy fish is incredibly common. But on a personal scale, I would rather die than even think about these chips again. So that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you found the news informative and entertaining. I hope you found the taste test that I subjected myself to for your pleasure. I hope you found that as delightful as it was horrible for me to do. I hope you found it informative. I did try to a few times as I retread what I already said because the taste is so bad it's messing with my head. Aha. I'm a it's like I'm a real DJ. I'm a real radio guy. Um, these are actually not awful chips to the average consumer. However, I truly, truly hate the taste of seafood. So my own personal bias did leak in there. And I'm sure it will be leaking out 
of my throat as I throw up into the toilet. Now, it's very hot, the chips taste very bad, and I am angry and stressed at my upstairs neighbors. So, all in all, right at this moment, I'm not feeling 100% good. I'm not feeling 70% good. I would say I'm like, oh my god, what are they even doing up there? What? I hate you people. What were you doing for the last two months? The last two months you were so quiet. I, I was actually happy. I actually told people that I didn't have terrible neighbors. What are you doing? Are they tap dancing up there? Good God. Okay, I'm just, I'm gonna end this so I can go knock on their door and scream at them in a language they don't understand. What are you people doing, man? Shut up. Anyways, I hope that the parts that pertain to you were were entertaining and the parts that have absolutely no bearing on your life, like my awful upstairs neighbors. I hope you found that at least humorous. As always, thank you for tuning in. I would say this episode probably doesn't deserve more than three stars, but, you know, whatever your heart desires, flex me that rating. I would appreciate it. Share this episode with a seafood lover or with people who hate their neighbors. I've been Snackmaster Andrew. I'm going to go commit a minor felony. And while I'm doing that, I hope you guys stay crispy.